Welcome to the Storytellers with a Message podcast. This is where we tell real stories with real people. I'm Lori Grant, and I'm committed to capturing some of our life stories and lessons we learn from them. Everybody has a story to tell. I was in dire need of a dryer. The backstory as to why this was the case isn't important here. Just know I found myself in a situation. I had a washer, but no dryer. The problem was, I was broke. I couldn't afford a new dryer, so I was kind of rolling with it. However, the whole process of doing a load of laundry, putting it in a laundry basket, and driving down to the nearby laundromat got old fast. Me, being the problem solver that I am, I decided I could probably find a used dryer that I could afford, and that would fill the gap until I could square things away. There was a used appliance shop a couple miles from my house. It's probably not what you would imagine. They had a huge inventory of used stuff, all of which they claimed to be in working order or they would replace it with another. The shop was small, but the property the building sat on was huge. Many of the best deals actually sat outside in the desert sun. They also advertised that they would deliver at no cost, which was a must-have for me. So after a few weeks of dealing with the laundromat situation, I headed over to the appliance store. I wandered around inside for a bit, but was really discouraged at the prices. As I looked around, the salesperson, Jose, approached me and asked me what my price range was. I kind of laughed in a way that a person does when they're uncomfortable and embarrassed. But he was kind, and he let me know there most likely was something outside that would work just fine for me. When we walked into the yard, there were rows and rows of appliances, all sitting in the dirt. It looked like an appliance graveyard. There were old refrigerators, dishwashers, microwaves, and stoves, all lined up in neat rows. Many had missing pieces like doors missing from refrigerators and burners missing from stovetops. We walked through the maze, down a few rows and over a couple more as he led me to the area where used dryers are left to die. And there it was, the $25 dryer that was to be my companion for the next year or so. It was electric, not gas, so that fit the bill. It was old. I mean, it was really old. The inside of the dryer was perfectly clean. The outside of the dryer wasn't really dented or scratched up, but it was dusty and a little faded. But I guess that's to be expected if it's sitting in a dirt lot. But the dust could be easily cleaned up with some hot soapy water and a couple of old clean towels. I assumed it worked. I mean, gosh, it wasn't like I could plug it in anywhere and test it out. I think Jose sensed my hesitation. He reminded me the dryer was guaranteed to work or he would replace it with another. He also reminded me he would be happy to deliver it to my place that afternoon. So we headed back inside to complete the paperwork for the sale. I told myself it would be fine. It would be better than running around town with a basket of wet clothes. True to his word, Jose showed up at my place a few hours later with the dryer. 
He brought it to the front of my little one-car garage and dropped it off. I thought it would be a good idea to leave it there so I could clean it up before moving it into the little cubby set up for the washer and dryer in my tiny garage. It only took a few minutes to wash it down. The sun had done a number on the paint on the exterior. But who cares, right? All I needed was a functional dryer stashed away in my garage. No one would see it but me, so no big deal. After I got it cleaned up, I moved my car out of the garage to the other side of the driveway so I could move the dryer in place and plug it in. I was ready to turn this bad boy on and see how it worked. I threw the wet towels I had just used to clean it up inside and was just about to turn it on when I noticed the paint was so faded on the dials that I couldn't tell what the settings were. I wondered how long it actually had been sitting out there in the desert. Nonetheless, it was easy to figure out. Low, medium, and high. Pretty simple. One advantage of an old dryer, I guess. So I pushed the little button, and the dryer turned on. For a few seconds, everything seemed fine. All seemed well. But then, it was like the thing was possessed. It started shuddering and shaking. It kind of came alive. It was like a Sleeping Beauty story, but very different. It started rattling and making this horrible screeching sound. Just as I was about to pull the plug, it coughed. I don't know how else to describe it. And then with the second cough, a nest about the size of a baseball came shooting out of the dryer's exhaust tube. Even better, when the nest hit the garage floor, tiny little black widow spiders scurried away in every direction. There were probably 50 or more of them. I had little to no time to react. There was no time to go find a can of bug spray for sure. So I ran around the garage, stomping on the little guys before they could get into the corners of the garage. Thank goodness the garage was nearly empty at the time. Once the spider emergency was taken care of, my attention turned back to the dryer. The first thing I noticed was the electrical cord was stretched tight from the wall to the dryer. The dryer was now about two feet away from the wall. It must have traveled across the garage floor when I was chasing the spiders. I wondered how far it would have gone had it not been tethered to the wall by the cord. I walked back across the garage and just stood in front of the dryer for a few minutes. I just stood there looking at it, wondering if I should move it back to the wall or if something else was going to happen. Then I touched it. I realized it was warm. It wasn't until that moment I realized the dryer was still running. I turned it off, removed the rags, which were now dry, and I pushed the dryer back to its original place against the wall. I walked back into the house, kind of shaking my head, thinking, I guess you get what you pay for. Later that evening, I did a load of clothes. I easily figured out where the low, medium, and high temperature settings were on the dial. The dryer worked perfectly. In fact, it worked perfectly the entire time that I owned it. It was quiet and it was reliable. It was a champ. 
So here's my message. The question I kept asking myself as I stood there in that dirt field, looking around at all those worn out appliances was, how the heck did I get myself into this position in the first place? I guess bad choices result in bad situations. And sometimes the cleanup can be messy. The cool thing about this story is that sometimes we can be pleasantly surprised by our solution, particularly when our solution looks very different from what we would expect. Humility and gratefulness go a long way when we think we've run out of options. This has been Storytellers with a Message. If you enjoyed the show, please hit the subscribe button. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast app. If you have a great story to tell, I'd love to hear from you. You can shoot me an email at storytellerswithamessage at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Lori, wishing you joy and peace.